iRadio76 proudly presents the 515 Show with your host, John Sarver. Who's at the 515 door today? I'm telling you, we've been looking forward to having this gentleman back on with us for an awful long time. Um, uh, we, we met up with him at uh, PRI last year, and this time around we had him on in the winter. And what we did was we said, you know what, we got to have you back on in the summertime when it gets a, a little more warmer. And thank God that he has. We like this guy's style like there is no tomorrow. Raleigh Miller. Hi, Raleigh. How are you? Doing great, sir. How are you? Dandy, as we just talked just a few minutes ago, you are in air conditioning, right? Uh, at the moment, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Will you be outside walking around? Oh, that's right. I mean, you're headed towards US-131 here in Martin, Michigan, aren't you? I got here actually a day and a half ago, so um, we're out here setting up today. God, love you. Well, here's the story. Tomorrow it's supposed to rain and be cooler. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. If you believe any part of that in Michigan. Anyways, uh, Raleigh Miller, of course, is the general manager and national event director for the NMRA and the M NMCA. I can do that faster than anybody. So, you know, folks, mm -hmm. to get everybody uh, acquainted to what the NMRA is, um, tell us about that. To Give us a, a brief overview of what that's all about. Uh, the NMRA stands for the National Mustang Racing Association, uh, but it's actually, it, our branding is, is the fastest Fords, um, all Ford events uh, in the world. So um, we've got all types of drag racing uh, on the Ford branding, uh, everything from bracket classes all the way up to heads-up radial classes, uh, sealed engine, coyote uh, classes, stuff like that. Uh, and when we brand it with a, we've got a car show, swap meet, all kinds of events, you know, going within the event uh, of an NMRA event. And, and Raleigh, you've been with these folks for how long now? I took over as general manager in 2013 um, and uh, have been with them since. Wow. And before that, were you involved with drag racing or? I did. I, I worked for NHRA, National Hot Rod Association, for about 22 years before that. Never heard of them. Well, I'm glad you hooked up to a nice place. <laughs> all right. Yeah. We have that all going. And, and this weekend, we're going to be with you guys on Saturday. CKWI Radio 76 will be broadcasting live from the Power Fest event. Tell folks who just happen to be, you know, thinking, gosh, we'd really like to do something with the family this weekend, but we're not exactly sure. What is going on, Raleigh, at, the, at US 131? Well, this is our, our mid-season event for both series. It's a dual event where we've got both NMRA and NMCA racing. Uh, so on the drag strip, we've got over 30 different classes racing wow. throughout the weekend. Um, somewhere between 550 and 600 uh, race cars on track. Wait a minute, uh, wait a minute. How many, how many cars? Uh, somewhere between 550 and 600 entries this weekend. I'll give you a, a basic yep. thumb, folks, that normally if you get 100 cars on a drag strip on a regular weekend, you, you're giving away free beer. Holy jump, right. Rally. Whoa, whoa, that's a lot of cars. Yes, sir. And it uh, takes a full four days to run that event, get everybody, you know, three to four qualifying passes and eliminations and 
you know, we'll, we'll put right to 6,000 uh, passes down the racetrack over the weekend. Wow. Uh, along with that, we've got uh, a huge vendor midway going. Uh, we've got the original Bigfoot on display this weekend uh, for the first time at this event. Uh, we'll have a car show, somewhere between three and 400 car show car entries uh, on the other side of the racetrack, uh, you know, and, and uh, just, just a huge festival of power as the, as the name uh, admins. All right, so it opens up, um, what, Thursday? Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday? Yeah, Thursday is, is racer parking tech and a test and tune. Uh, Friday is qualifying for all classes. Everybody gets two hits. Uh, Saturday, again, qualifying, and we've got True Street Eliminations. Um, we've uh, A couple of other things that we've got this weekend, we've got Sick, the magazine. Uh, the top eight stars from that group are, are racing a little shootout this weekend. Um, then we've also got a couple of Street Outlaw stars from the TV show Street Outlaws. We've got... Uh, uh, three of those guys here uh, exhibitioning throughout the weekend uh, on Saturday. And then on Sunday, we start our eliminations at about 8 a.m. and uh, and go through, you know, 30-some-odd classes of eliminations in one day. Good God. I mean, how much Dr. Pepper do you stock up on just to get through this weekend? I ate a lot. That's all <laughs> I'm going to say. <laughs> Probably too much. <laughs> I was going to say, because it's just one of those, and we're going to get back to those those 30 um, qualifiers, but it's just, how does this work out, Rally? I mean, especially, it's just one of those things when you get on the ground, say, go, Mr. Miller, Rally, over here, Rally, over there, Rally, I need to see you over here, Rally. Or do you it hide is, somewhere? It, it, that is exactly what it is. Uh, we've got a. <laughs> Got a great staff of over 30 folks that come in to run our events, along with the track, host track staff uh, that are our partners. Um, and it takes every one of them to put on this type of event. We, we are super busy the entire week. So, I mean, uh, but but excited. You know, it's, it, it's one of those things where we love doing it. Raleigh, is it, do you do this these huge events every weekend? And that was a question asked by staff, and that's a pretty good question. Or is this like one of the, as you said, the, a mid-major in the middle of the uh, year? Middle of the season. Now we we have nine events each year uh, between our different series, and every one of them is about this size. So uh, we do this nine times a year. Nine times a year, you know. And I'm kind of thinking you don't get Monday off, do you? No, no, not <laughs> not on a regular basis. No. <laughs> I mean, uh, when do you when do you leave your home, and when do you see it again? Typically for an event, uh, I fly out personally on Sunday before. Then I have uh, my core nine guys that fly out on Monday, and we start setting up on Tuesday. Uh, set up Tuesday, Wednesday, start parking Wednesday night um, on, on advanced parking, and then Thursday is, is when it kicks off. I mean, uh, we are, you know, uh, for lack of a better term, all out on Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. And then Sunday night we pack up. Monday we head off to the next venue, drop our trailers, and, and fly home for a couple of weeks, and then we're back at it again for the next I mean, how much weight do you lose in a weekend? I, that's a good question. A lot of the guys lose 8 or 10 pounds a week. Wow! You know, yeah, especially on these hot weekends like it is right now. So, I guess the people who are tired of doing the kale and all those other kind of diets, if they can go to the Raleigh Miller Institute of Weight Losing... 
and and I guess join you for a weekend. Yeah, I I, I need to. If you're gonna advertise that, I gotta market that. I gotta make something <laughs> off of that deal. So we're gonna, we're gonna we're gonna announce that. We gotta work out a deal here. <laughs> All right. Well, we'll be your first couple of testimonials. I mean, as yeah. much as we're looking forward to seeing this on Saturday, I can imagine, you know, I mean, we're, the planning that we're doing, but I can about imagine if you've been doing this for X number of years, I mean, this never gets old, right? I mean, this always, yes, we're going to a place that we've been before, and yes, we have, you know, sometimes 30 categories of cars before, but is not is it always different, or are you in the groove as soon as you hit the ground? Uh, a little bit of both. You know, every every venue is different. The ticketing is different. The egress and, and ingress of the each venue is different. you got to accommodate for that. You know, the, the promotion is different. Uh, all those things got to be taken into account. And, and so, yeah, there is a groove we, we jump into, and, and a lot of the things are repetitious, but then there's some that you, know, you got to adapt to for each venue. You know, there's some changes you got to go through for each one. It's, it's truly amazing because once, Raleigh, you hit a certain place, are you all downhill from there? I mean, once all the cars are in and parked or once you got all a certain situation taken care of, then it gets a little bit easier as you go along? Or is it hands-on deck for the full four days? It's hands-on for the four days, but there is a point where we joke internally, at some point the event's going to happen whether you're ready or not. Because it's going. <laughs> so at some point you just got to say, all right, we're, done our, you know, we're, we're as good as we're going to get for this week. Well, let's, let's rock it. Let's go. Yeah. Wow, it kind of like pregnancy. <laughs> the baby's coming regardless. Yeah, yeah. You don't really have an option at that point. You know, it's going to happen whether you want to or not. <sighs> Is there anything that you look out right away? I mean, as soon as you get to the grounds and you go, "All right, let's make sure that this is covered. Let's make sure that we got all of our ducks in a row for this certain area of whatever you have to do," and then after that. You can start spreading yourself out. I mean, are you focused when you get somewhere? I mean, do you have, like, one big responsibility, and then you can filter out to do other things, or for you forever just doing the general manager part? I think it's all logistics. You know, when you first show up, you, I've got, you know, four or five really great folks that, you know, one of two of them are focused on, on the parking of rigs, and you got to mark pit spots, and you only give them – you know, you got to fit five to six hundred rigs in a in a uh, in a facility. You got to have a plan there. You got to lay it out, and only, you only give them a certain amount of space each one, and and lay that out. But you got to you got to keep your premier classes that are part of your show in certain areas, and adapt all that. Uh, you know, then there's the ticketing side. I got another uh, you know employee that's totally focused on the ticketing side and managing the gate. Then um, then you got the vendor midway and the car show that's all got to be laid out. So all those things. You know, those four or five guys come together, do their thing, and then the, the the whole event starts to roll at that point once you get those planning things in place. I mean, Raleigh, do you guys do like a pre-prep and everybody gets together and they take a, a look like a Google overhead and go, okay, and circle it with a grease marker. This is where we're going to park the folks. This is where we're going to put these trucks. Because what I think is not a whole lot of people understand this. They just, well, the trucks are there. And I think the normal human thinks that, well, these guys just, you know, came in through the gate when they, you know, got off the freeway. 
that's a whole dance to do all this, isn't it? It is. Um, you know, a lot of people don't realize that in a 12-hour period, we'll park 600 rigs, and they're rigs. They're the 90 to 100 foot rigs, and that's a that's an art in itself. You know, maneuvering all those folks, getting them in, making sure they've got their credentials. You know, uh, armbanding them, getting them parked, getting them unloaded. Then then the whole tech process, you know, goes in. Every one of those cars has got to be tech. Um, it's it's choreographed. It's you know, you have to have a plan in place. Uh, for all that stuff, and, I mean, and each, like I said earlier, each venue is different, and so you got to lay that out differently uh, it, on how it's going to happen. Is something rally like 131 easier to deal with because it's like vast, open, and you're right there? I mean, are there trickier tracks to work with, or are they basically all about the same? Oh, there are. There's there's tracks that are smaller. Uh, then there's tracks that are huge, but they incorporate a NASCAR track and. Uh, a couple of other, you know, other venues within um, that, and and you've got to maneuver around those things at each venue. You know, some some tracks are, like I said, very small. Some are huge, like US 131. They got a lot of property here to work with. So uh, laying it out is is uh, we love coming here. Laying it out is pretty easy here in Michigan. Talking about easy, we got already off the CKWI Radio 76 hotline. People, <coughs> pardon me, asking questions. It's like, all right, if, and I'll paraphrase, if if Mr. Miller loses eight pounds a weekend, where does he go to eat during the weekend? There you go. I, I'm, I'm, I'm a South Texas boy, so uh, Mexican food is, is a favorite. Let's just put it that way. There's Mexican food in Martin, Michigan? I found a place today for lunch, actually, yes. Really? Yeah, I did. All yeah. right. So now, depending on how Texas are you, how hot do you need your burrito? Uh, they didn't have enough hot sauce. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Mr. Miller, are you friends with the Ghost Pepper crew? A little bit, yeah. <laughs> That's a good one, yeah. Wow. Wow. How long have you been eating stuff that burns your mouth? Uh, since birth, probably, yeah. What do they got in Texas? Yeah. Ghost Pepper Gerber? <laughs> yeah, something like that. Oh, son, is there anything that's too hot for you? Uh, there's a few. Uh, I, I don't know that I've found anything too hot other than, than just ridiculous spice. But, uh, you know, good Mexican food doesn't have to be super hot to, to be good. We're all impressed. I mean, way to go you. You don't... Yeah. Do you, I mean, do you grab here, there, and everywhere off the track, or, or are you one of those that are disciplined enough where you eat in the morning, you eat at night, and there you go? Uh, first couple of days of the week, we try to grab some lunch, but once it gets into race days, uh, it, it's eat, eat morning at night. Wow. I mean, so now to get back, and, and I want to make sure we cover this, 30 categories of cars. Mm-hmm. Okay. You, you you want to explain any of the categories that you got? I mean, there's cars that are going to be three thousand horsepowers plus here, isn't there? That's right. That's our extreme pro mod class. Um, those guys are are probably pushing close to four thousand horsepower each. You know, you've got everything from screw blowers to roots blowers to twin turbos to ridiculous nitrous applications. Um, and and those guys are turning the the eighth mile. Uh, somewhere in the in the 360 range on averages, um, at right around 210 miles an hour in an eighth mile. Uh, 
that's our that's our fastest class and we've got you know three or four radio classes we've got a, a naturally aspirated class on a 10-5 tire uh that that is turning in the quarter mile turning uh high sevens which is crazy uh and we've got you know our ford base classes our sealed coyote stock uh engine class um which is a class that you you could take any ford body vehicle and throw a sealed coyote motor straight from Ford in it with a sealed tune and run high nines with it. Um, and then we've got about 20 index classes, you know, everything from stock and super stock to super staying and, and street tire classes. Um, one of my favorites is true street where the competitors come in and do a 30 mile cruise, uh, off the facility and then turn around and, and do uh, three back-to-back runs and the best averages in each bracket wins a, wins a trophy and a, an award. A lot, a, lot of, a lot of diversity, a lot of very cool stuff. Uh, you know, just about something for every fan, let's put it that way. That's amazing. I mean, it, it truly is, especially when you have, you know, <coughs> how do you get people like Sick, you know, and Tom and those guys? I mean, I don't remember seeing them uh, listed earlier, I mean, did they just knock on your door and say, hey, we just happened to be down the street? Yeah, we, we actually have a partnership with the SIT guys. We do some mutual editorial stuff for each other. Um, and those guys are partnered with us at three events this year. They were at our Florida event in March, uh, this one, and they're at our Ohio event next month. Wow. Uh, with their stuff. So, so, great, so, great partners. Great, great folks in the, in the streetcar world. We were going to say just between us guys here, What's Tom Bailey really like? He's a really cool guy, actually. Uh, <laughs> I consider him a friend, and yeah, I, I, I love him. He's a little crazy for what he's doing with that car on the street, but uh, he's a really cool guy. You you just look at him. I mean, we saw some of the stuff that he had at M1 and then the magazine, and then actually his pizza is better. <laughs> his, his pizza is insane. I mean, it, it's about an hour and a half from us to go get it. You know, but mm-hmm. first of all, you know, and then we have to explain to everybody we're getting sick pizza. Uh, maybe change the name. No, there is a reason for it. You know, however, <laughs> you you take a look at what he does, and if he's a good friend of yours, you all everything that he does, it's always like one more step up. You know, yep. how, always bettering himself. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, is that how he's like three sixty? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Wow. Yep. Oh, yeah, and you're right. And he's going to be there, and those friends are going to be there. Fast is going to be there, aren't they? Yeah, we've got the Fast and the Fast Factory Stock guys. Uh, <clears throat> hoping to get about 25 of those guys. Um, a great addition to, to our events in the north. Uh, we do it here, we do Ohio, and then they run with us at Indy each year. So, yeah, very, very excited to have those guys. I, I, I didn't even have that in my list of 30 classes. So, you know, that's 31 classes. Well, yeah. there you go. You're right. You know, see yeah. how Raleigh Miller is stretching your entertainment dollar, folks. I mean, he just added two more classes for you. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> you know, fast is what? I mean, we know what it is, but if you would explain. Fast is factory appearing cars of the 60s and early 70s on the factory red line tire. Uh, that's the only tire they can run. So it really, it really... Uh, levels the playing field when it comes to horsepower, but you've got everything from stock Corvettes to Hemi cars to Camaros to all that kind of stuff. And they, they all look stock appearing, but are on that original red line tire 
that they ran with back when they came from the factory. That's phenomenal. I mean, it really is. When you take a look at those E78, whatever they were, yikes. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't go to the grocery store with those tires anymore, but it makes it so much more fun. Yeah. It's, it's, it's really cool to see those guys sitting in the staging lanes next to an extreme pro mod and the two of them checking each other out. You know, wow, look at that. No, oh, wow, look at that. <laughs> it's you know, the, the the respect they have for each other as competitors and as, as builders of cars, it's it's uh, it's awesome to see. Yeah, I mean, that's a whole, well, welcome to drag racing. Mostly there's a lot of respect for everybody. Yeah. Rarely do you find, you know, people are throwing fists and stuff at each other. They all understand it's, a, you know, a competitive world right there, but you're only there for the racing. Exactly. We have also, Raleigh, that there is, um, I'm trying to read the email as it comes. Uh, This listener, okay, again, I'll paraphrase. When they go to drag races, there's normally like a 20 to 30 minute gap between races and elimination and stuff. And I'm thinking, my God, with 600 cars or so, there's going to be very little downtime, is there? there? There is a little bit. You know, when we, we have three or four classes that are big tire slick, uh, and then we transition to a couple of classes that are radials, we got to prep for radials. we got to do a little dra- track prep. So you might run five or six classes. You know, there might be 15, 20, 30 cars in each class, somewhere in that neighborhood. So you run 70 to 100, you know, 120 cars, and then you stop and do a little prep for 15, 20 minutes, and then you go back to racing with, you know, six or seven more classes. So we do have a little bit of downtime, but not between every pair, like your your listener uh, described there. Um, you know, we, we pride ourselves, even in Extreme Pro Mod, running a pair every three and a half minutes in our wow. our, our big head-up classes. In our index classes, we like to run a pair in every, uh, every minute, five seconds, every minute, ten seconds, something like that. A pair is going down the racetrack. Wow. So it, it's going to line up a little bit more because we kind of have to talk about this when we see fans at different tracks. Drag racing isn't kind of what you see on Fox, you know, where it's car, 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 commercial, car, 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 car. There is that little bit of a gap for everybody to prep the track, obviously, and, and for everybody to get the motor cooled down. Um, that's kind of the way it is. And if you guys are going to be racing that much, my God, folks, you're not going to get tired. <laughs> No, it's, uh, uh, it, it, there's never a dull moment, let's put it that way, unless you have, you know, breakage or something, you know, impact a wall or something like that, where you got to clean that up, you have a little downtime. But uh, when you're running a pair of cars every minute, every minute, 10 seconds, that's, that's a lot of cars going down the racetrack. The pair, there's a pair leaving the line, and the next pair is already starting their burnout as that pair goes down the racetrack. So, Good um, Lord. And all the while these cars are going down the strip, Raleigh, what are you doing? Uh, me personally, I'm yeah. I'm bouncing around everywhere between uh, the gate, the staging lanes, tech, the tower, just just managing you know all of all aspects of the event. But you know, like I said earlier, I got some great folks in place that run each of those departments and, and basically making sure they have the right tools to do their jobs. You know what? So if you if you don't mind, Raleigh, perhaps we should mention those folks and give them a little tip of the hat for that hard work. Uh, that would be great. Uh, you know, three of my main folks are Gavin Carter is my competition director and runs everything from the tower. 
uh, as far as the drag race itself. Uh, Gene Bergstrom is our racing operations director um, and is like me. He's, he's kind of, he and I work hand in hand and, and just making sure everybody's got the tools to do their job. Um, we've got uh, Augustine Herrera, who is my tech director, uh, handles all the tech departments. We've got uh, Chris Vopat that handles our midway and our car show stuff and facilitates those aspects of our event. Um, I could go on. You know, I've got go. quite a few great, uh, great folks, but uh, um, we, we've got, you know, one of the best things that everybody says is everything starts in the staging lanes. If you don't have them staged correctly, it, 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 it goes really, for lack of a better word, south from there. I could say something else there, but um, <laughs> it, uh, it, you know, I've, I've got Savannah Hickson uh, that works back at the lanes, uh, you know, uh, William Kramer, a couple of other folks that work with them that do an awesome job. And uh, we also, a lot of people don't know, and it's kind of behind the scenes, but we run our own safety team. We have our, our own safety trucks, bring our own equipment, our own fire safety folks, and uh, I've uh, got a great team led by Jacob Seegers, who uh, is our in our safety trucks on, on track side and handle all of that stuff for us. So, great, you know, just a great bunch of folks. Put a great team together. You bring your own EMT? Yes, sir. Sure do. Uh, we use the, the local ambulance, uh, but then we have our own fire rescue team uh, in those two trucks, and we bring six of those guys in for each race. Wow, I've never heard of that. I mean— how long have they been with you? I mean, what's their qualifications? Uh, they're firefighters and EMTs, all of them, um, and, and have a lot of experience. And, you know, racing extraction um, and rescue is a little different than normal, you know, highway stuff. Uh, so they've been trained in, in, in that uh, aspect of it, uh, certified by SFI as, as rescue uh, team members and, and uh, do an awesome job for us. And how long has that team been with you, Raleigh? I started it in 2014. We started working on our own, uh, bringing it in-house and doing our own deal. We're sponsored by Chevrolet. They provide us with two trucks each year. Uh, we're sponsored by TNT Rescue Equipment with our extraction equipment, uh, you know, jaws of ice, cutters, spreaders, all that kind of stuff. Uh, so we've got some great sponsors that provide us with the equipment, and then uh, those folks just that do it with us uh, just love doing it. It's just a passion for them. They love doing being part of the drag races. I mean, did they, they are they firefighters and stuff after the season, or this is their job? Most of them are firefighters uh, on a daily basis, and take you know vacation two or, you know four or five times a year and come work events for us. We've got a pool of about fifteen of those folks that we pull from to get you know six three trace. Wow! Wow! I mean, that's what made you want to bring it in house. I just wanted to protect our racers on a on a consistent basis. Uh, hadn't been worked for NHRA for all those years in the safety side of things. Uh, there's nothing better than when a racer is in an accident to look up and recognize the face that's coming at them, coming after them to to help them. Uh, so that was a big you know, a big plus for us. We, we wanted to bring that in house and we were able to get the sponsors to do it, uh, for the equipment. So we, we put it together. Wow. A smart move. Cause now you know exactly what you're dealing with, you know, on a consistent mm -hmm. basis, you're right. And you know how they react and stuff. It's another question that we have coming in and I, this, I'll let you answer this. If you'd be so kind 
is that obviously the NMCA and MRA, when you guys combine, um, you don't do this every single week of the year, do you? Have no, a race. Uh, no. no, we have three dual events with both series, and then each series has uh, uh, three individual races. So NMRA has three individuals, NMCA has three individuals, and then we have three events where both are at the same event. I mean, you start. When was your first race, Raleigh, this year? This year was the first weekend of March. Was our NMRA Spring Break Shootout every year? And your last one's going to be our last one for the year is actually the NMRA World Finals in conjunction with the Holly Intergalactic Ford Festival in Inter- Bowling Green, Kentucky. Intergalactic. Uh, it is. That's a, heck of a mouthful. Let's put it that way. Uh, <laughs> that event has uh, not only our finals for our drag racing champions are crowned there for for the season, but we also have you know over 800 cars in the car show at that event. We've on the circle track. We've got a drifting and autocross going all weekend. Um, huge midway swap meet. Uh, that that has turned into a true festival of of Ford racing. It really is intergalactic. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's there's some small aliens riding on the equipment <laughs> of the race cars. Let's put it that way. <laughs> okay. You know, it's it's yeah. another question too, Raleigh, and this is a pretty good one. And have you ever? I mean, do you have a car? Did you race going up? Uh, I did. Uh, I had a, a bracket car when I was in the in my teens and early 20s and the late 80s and then i um had a, a heads-up car that i raced in in a local series there in houston um but then i graduated to a nostalgia funny car that i raced for a couple of years nostalgia funny car what did you have i had a camaro 67 camaro bodied uh, nostalgia funny car Hand- micro car was it a handful a little bit yeah wait a minute are. did i miss yeah. you just say it, it, nitro car yeah, those nostalgic funny cars are on nitro. They're single magneto, single fuel pump uh, nitro motors uh, of old. And that didn't scare you when they put the body down and said, okay, hit it, Riley? No, not at all. No. You have to have <laughs> some respect for it, but it doesn't scare me. But I also came from a jet boat world, so I, I drove some jet boats throughout the uh, 90s, uh, which I had a lot of fun with. All right, let, let's go backward. We have jet boats. We have nitro funny cars. We have ghost peppers. There seems to be a theme here, Raleigh, in your life. <laughs> a little bit, but but we're applying that to the series here. This is all about the series, uh, NMRA and NMCA, and the, and the same the same content is uh, is throughout those series. Yeah, but I mean, really, it's like whatever the maximum is, if you can kick it up one more, Raleigh will say, sure, put that over here, please. Wow. Congratulations, <laughs> man. Yeah. I mean, that that's yeah. wild. I mean, how do you relax? I mean, when, when this is all said and done, after the intergalactic is all done, do, do you go back and go on a fishing boat? Do you go on a, on a uh, I don't know, back outside with a mint julep and just watch the water go by? What do you do? Man, I, I go back home to Central Texas. I grab an inner tube and a beer, and I float down the Tomal <laughs> River for a day. That's what I do. <laughs> and, and how long does that last, Raleigh? 
that's a day trip. That's a, that's a full day trip if you get in, you know, right below the Canyon Lake Dam and float down the river to, to New Braunfels, Texas. That's a, it's about a 10-hour extrication there. Can you think yeah. of, of nothing else? Can you relax? Or is your mind still thinking of the next season when you're floating? Uh, when I'm out there, I actually, uh, sorry about that. I got some cars going down the racetrack. Sure. Um, uh, I actually, when I'm there, I turn it off. Uh, I don't get to do that very often, but when I do, I turn it off on those when I'm floating down the river. That's my downtime. So. All right. We also have, uh, Terrence Miller distributing of fine Miller beers. I mean, the question here, he's asking, what can do you have in your hand when you float? And God help us usually, if it's not a Miller. <laughs> it, it, usually it is a Miller Lite. Yeah, <laughs> I can get it a Miller Lite. <laughs> Thank you, Raleigh, for saving our bacon on that one. Okay. <laughs> that, 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 that was a great sponsor plug, wasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> Talking about sponsors, let's talk about your sponsors. Who's who's the big sponsors this weekend for you? Uh, two big series sponsors that, that we love to plug and, and appreciate it very much are Redline Oil on the NMCA series and uh, Holly Products on the uh, on the Inamari brand. So that's our that's our two big series. And obviously Chevrolet for providing us with a couple of brand new trucks for that safety team every year. Those are those are our big ones right now. Wow, wow. Well, oh, question two: uh, problem with people getting prep you know, prep sauce for the uh, lanes and things. How Have you been finding that it's a hard time to find stickum all over the place, or is that slightly overblown? I don't know if it's overblown. It's definitely a problem in the series, in, in the industry. I wouldn't say series. Um, we make our orders at the beginning of the year, so we're, we're fully stocked with what we need to run all of our events for this year. Um, it's going to be in... It's going to be interesting to see how the, the the issue develops for next year. See if the product can be uh, that they need to to make that stuff is acquired in enough time to make enough stock for next year, or if we've got to adapt a little, you know, a few things on the prep side. We'll have to see. You know, I, I was thinking about all the cars that you have and stuff, and we've heard, you know, on a sportsman level and a little bit higher than that, you know, and the. It's like, man, fuel is killing everybody. I mean, whether it be their trucks, whether it be their cars, whatever. You know, are you finding that with your series, or people just say, "Well, you know what? We'll brown bag lunch all week and we'll go." Uh, we, I'd say, the last two or three events, we've seen a little bit of a downtick, but not a huge one. Um, a lot of guys just just modify their expenses. You know, they they say, "All right, I'm, I know I have to spend that much on fuel," so like you said, you know, I might. Might skimp a little bit on the food bill, or might not. Might do instead of steaks, I might do chicken for the barbecue or something like that. You know, that's what most of them are doing. Wow. Okay. Now, uh, people that that can get a pet pet pass, <laughs> pet pass. Oh Lord, um, mm-hmm. can they talk to the racers in this that, series? That is that is the great thing about drag racing is every ticket is a pit pass. So if you buy a one-day spectator ticket on Saturday and you come in, you can walk the entire pits and talk to any one of those racers you want to. All, all of them are accessible, and most of them will happily, happily, uh, you know, spend some time with you as a spectator. Yeah, um, and appreciate that. So uh, that's something we're we're really proud about in the drag racing industry. Is that, like I said, every every single ticket is a pit pass. So bite us, F1. Anyways. 
know, <laughs> and you're going to see some big guy, big names here, friends. And I mean, this is huge. You don't know if you're a casual fan of this. Go, go, go! This weekend to 131. I know there's a lot of stuff going on this this weekend. There's everybody's racing. Thank God in Michigan, all seven tracks are open. You know, but this one you will not see. When they say Power Fest, it wasn't because they had to fill up space and numbers and letters. I mean, this truly is. You know, you're going to see cars, unbelievable cars. You know, and you're going to see them all in one spot. And that's the phenomenal thing. If you go, you won't be tired. When, when Raleigh says it takes four days to get this thing through, oh, and it's a lot earlier to get everybody in to get ready to get going. You know, this is kind of like, I would assume, like a PRI for, for drag racing because everybody who's anybody is going to be there in these classes, and you don't want to miss it. And even our good friend uh, Chris Holbrook will be there signing autographs and saying, howdy do. And so now I just roped them into doing that. So. <laughs> yeah. Now, now i got to give them a good parking spot. Too. <laughs> I hope you will. He's been on a couple of times with us, and he's just a delight. Just a, I don't I don't know if you've met him before. I'm sure you probably have. Um, yeah, I do. He, he's uh, he's a great engine builder in our series. He's raced in a couple of our classes. Uh, his son Dell is actually racing this weekend in Limited Street with with a great uh, car they're campaigning. Really, uh, along with some stuff that he's building. You know, Dell. You know, Chris himself is is racing in uh, Extreme Street. And uh, he's been working on a ProMod car for quite a while. Yeah. I hadn't seen that quite yet. But uh, but his son is racing in Limited Street, and, and, and happy to have him. He's, he's, a, he's a great racer already. Hopefully that, that uh, there won't be a whole lot of thrashing that you can talk to Chris Holbrook. Because, again, he is, I guess it's intimidating because you see the Holbrook name all over the place, and you think, well, you know, what's this guy going to talk to the common man for? He, <laughs> for every time that he's been with us, he loves to talk about, if you want to talk about drag racing, you want to talk about maybe not the Tigers, but, you know, if you want to talk anything forward, you know, come come right ahead. And I, I don't know if, uh, I know that we talked to Brian Wolf, and we know that, I, I don't think he's campaigning, but I think he's going this weekend. Um, yeah, he's supposed, to, he's supposed to be out here. I talked to Brian a couple weeks ago. He's supposed to be out. He doesn't have his car quite finished, so, uh, but he's, he's coming to the event. Yeah, I'm, so if, if you want to see two of the heavyweights, you know, especially from the Michigan area, you know, if you want to see uh, the Coyote and the Godzilla, <laughs> yeah. you want to be at 131. All right, Raleigh, I know that we're holding you. How do people get tickets? Oh, we got one last question. If somebody wants to bring their car into the uh, car show, is it too late? No, uh, there's. Uh, you can go online to buy any race entry, car show entry, spectator. Uh, we even have some VIP suite uh, spectator access still available. Um, you can get all that at nmcadigital.com and click on buy tickets here. Uh, or nmradigital.com. You can click on buy tickets here, and it'll take you to the ticketing website. Um, and uh, to, on the car show question, uh, you can you can do that online pre-event right now, or you can uh, show up on Saturday or Sunday and, and buy your ticket at the gate. And and we uh, we will be wide open for car show. We don't have a limit on car show. Um, wow! At this event, so, yeah, they... would love to have anybody that comes. Do they have to ask somebody or, or, or go to a certain gate? Because I'm thinking there's only one gate at 131. Yeah, there's there's one gate with six turnstiles there or six ticket booths as you enter. 
Um, so you, everybody from spectators to racers to car show enter the same gate. You just got to tell them what you want. Uh, and, and they either scan your ticket that you've already purchased online and, and get you an armband or they, you know, you can purchase it right there. And then, uh, as you enter past that, they, they, you know, you've got some mushers in the, in the road there that park you in spectator parking lot or car show parking lot or come around the backside of the facility to the, to the racetrack. Wow. Okay. And another question, a one day ticket goes for $25 spectator or car show is $25. For the whole day? For the whole day. Damn! You know what? Great value. You could go see the Tigers lose in nine innings for an hour and a half. (laughs) 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 Or you could be, I mean, the the gates open when? Uh, Gates open at 7.30 on Saturday and Sunday. For spectator? Um, For spectators, racers, (sighs) car show, everything. Uh, Racing starts at 8.30 on both those days. Holy um, Lord! You know, with with some index classes, and then the the really fast stuff is middle of the day on Saturday. I believe it's one thirty and four thirty uh, for those rounds, um, and then on Sunday, uh, final eliminations for the really fast stuff start at ten thirty in the morning, and you've got you know five rounds spread out throughout the day. How late are you going Saturday night, or Saturday, I should say? Sat- Saturday, we're scheduled to be done about eight or eight thirty. Um, Typically, we hit those those marks maybe a little later. Uh, if we have a lot of downtime, we might run, you know, 9, 30, 10 o'clock. But we're scheduled for 8, 8, 15 finish on Saturday. Holy God. People that can hear my voice in the 74 countries at CKWI Radio 76 is in. $25 for 12 hours of racing. Are you crazy? Yeah. I mean. And, I- it, and it's a pit pass. And it's a pit pass, and it's it's your ticket to go see um, uh, Mr. Holbrook. <laughs> That's incredible. Tw- 25 bucks for all-day racing. There is nothing you can buy for $25 that you can do and be thrilled and be wowed and be entertained for 12 hours anywhere else. You know, but this event, you want to go. Good Lord, I can't believe... I don't know how you guys are making money, but God love you. You know, I mean, that's it. That's it. I know money's tight all over the place, and I know that gas prices are coming down a little bit in Michigan and stuff. But this has got to be the entertainment value of all. Twelve hours of huge racing for twenty-five bucks, and your kid, if he's one or below, he gets in for free. Actually, twelve and under. Twelve and under. What? For drag racing, yeah. So bring the kids out and enjoy it. Oh, you could be the coolest uncle on the block or the coolest neighbor on the block. Fill up the minivan and come on by and say hi because you got to get the young ones interested in the greatest greatest sport on earth, and that's drag racing. You know, phenomenal. Raleigh, thanks so very much for being with us. Well, I appreciate it, guys. Looking forward to seeing you guys this weekend. We will see you Saturday. Matter of fact, I know that you're going to be busy, but we're going to give you a call about 9 o'clock in the morning tomorrow if you're going to be around for just a few seconds. Sure. Sounds good. Love it. He, he, he obviously, he willingly eats ghost peppers. And kids, if you've ever had one, you would know it. It's Raleigh Miller, the general manager and national event director of the MMRA and the MN. I can do this again. NMCA. Thanks, Raleigh. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Bye now. Bye. An incredible guy, huh? I mean, it's...
we love guys like this and talk about, you know, off. We've been corresponding because we're going to be uh, broadcasting from there. And we got everybody and their brother going with us. We got uh, our, our tech person's going to be there. Our showrunner's going to be there. Sue Martin will be there. The big guy will be there. Nancy will be there. Becca will be there. Elliot will be there. I mean, we're bringing nine tenths of the crew with us if we can. And uh, talking to Raleigh, it's like, gee, well, I. Here's the story. Sometimes you go to places and you, you say, can we have like a chair? And they go, well, hmm, ha, hmm, ha. You know, but Raleigh's like, how many and when and where can I deliver them for you? And it's like, ooh, we kind of like this guy's style. But the whole thing, as you heard Raleigh Miller right there, and of course, you know, he's got to be. It, think about it if you were like a party planner or even better yet, if you were putting on a graduation party and you're the dad. And everybody is, over here, no, over here, no, over here, no, over here, no, this, we need your attention here, no, we need your attention over here. You can about imagine there's, like, Raleigh probably wishes that he was six of him, you know, to do one of these events. But to be cool and calm and, and to be doing this for a couple of decades and stuff, yeah, you know, you, you kind of get the gig. But every single race is different. And I'm telling you, 25 bucks I know there's races that are, are charging you 30, 35, you know, for, for some very nice races, and that's why people should be, you know, going. But 25 bucks, kids under 12, and that's kind of the cool thing about drag racing is that they cater to kids and they want to make sure that the youngsters coming up is, is not a handicap to you, that you can bring them and you can bring them for free. And then, you know what, take that money and go buy a hot dog, go get a, a, a soda, something. Everybody that's hooked on drag racing got hooked as a kid, mostly. You know, they saw the, the, probably the golden age of drag racing. They saw some of the, the greatest stars in drag racing. They're still out there today, but it just doesn't have the coverage that it had back in the golden age. All right, that's kind of where we come in as CK, you know, because if, if people like Raleigh Miller and all of his group and all those hardworking folks he's got with him right now are doing their damnedest to put on a show. And I'm telling you, friends, you know, yes, there's no top fuelers here, but that's okay. You know, I mean, it gets to be a point where all we see on TV is top fuelers and funny cars. These cars are crazy cars. You know, I mean, this is just wild drag racing entertainment. And I'm telling you, the thing that thrills us, one of the things that thrills us, it's car race, car race, car race, car race, one right after the other. This isn't going to be one of those tracks where they got like 30 cars and they'll do, you know, 15 pairing and then wait a half hour. And then they do seven pairing and wait a half hour and then do four pairing. Uh-uh, your, your buns are not going to be, you know killing you at the end you'll, you'll just be amazed i mean we love all kinds of sports it's cool to go to small town roundy round in, in small town uh baseball and stuff because everybody's giving their their awe but these guys honest to gosh these guys th this is insane anyways we're going and we're excited and we'll tell you more about it as we go along till that time friends um do 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 Oh, yeah. Oh, my gosh. Right. We got to get out of here. We got to make room for our good friends uh, coming up for uh, the Detroit Sports Authorities. If you love um, 
Detroit sports as much as they do. You'll love the Detroit sports authorities. So that time, kiddies, we are going to see a Saturday from US 131 Martin, Michigan. I know we're supposed to say the Motorplex, whatever, but it's US 131, and you don't have to say anything else. So that time, we got to get out of here. See you, friends.